You're listening to the Real Music with Gary Stucky podcast. Hello, everybody out there in podcast land and out there somewhere in space floating around on a meteor. <laughs> I don't know who's listening, but I'm glad you're listening. Got a great interview lined up for you today. The one and only Jeff Pilson is here, the amazing bass player from Revolution Saints. Hey, they got a brand new album out called Eagle Flight. Uh, he's with Foreigner. They're about to wrap up their career on a farewell tour this summer. And also uh, another band you might know him from, Dokken. Uh, what happened to those guys? We're going to talk about that and so much more. So be sure to listen up and also got some new exciting things coming to this podcast. So stay tuned. Be checking in and get excited. But first things first, here's the interview with Jeff Pilson. Um, got a brand new album out with the Revolution Saints, and I've been listening to that album. And that's awesome stuff, man. Did you enjoy making that album? Yes, of course. It's great. Oh wow! It uh, you know, I'm I'm a big Dino fan. You know, Dean Castronovo was he fun to work with? He's a character, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He's, <laughs> he is an amazing guy. He just he just sent me a picture of himself looking like Spartacus. So yes, he's quite the character. <laughs> he's there's never a dull moment with that guy, right? Exactly. <laughs> I love it. Uh. So, uh, so the album was released in, uh, so how did you get the gig for this band? You know, I just, I got a call from, um, Serafino and Mario from, uh, Frontiers and, uh, you know, Jack Blades and Doug Aldrich had been in the band and they were no longer going to be. So, um, they asked if we wanted to do it. And, uh, uh, I took that as a huge compliment and cause I'm filling some deep shoes. I have a lot of love and respect for Jack blades. So, um, this is, this is a great thing. And, and, uh, I said yes immediately. Sure. I mean that, yeah, that's, uh, those are some big shoes, but, uh, and I was thinking though, uh, how do you know, you know, when somebody asks you to come in and play, how does that go as far as, you know, trying to mesh with the guys and gel and everything? How does that work out? Well, you know, I mean, uh, you know, when, you you approach I approach all music that I do with you know the intention of making the music as best as possible. So, really, in that sense, nothing different. I you know I think they wanted me to do what I do on this record, which was great. Um, so I listen, you know, I basically just listen to music and fit in in the way I always do, which is try and play my best and come up with the best parts for the song to make the song rock. And um, like, and I know that's what Joel's going to do. So, uh, it was actually very, very easy Yeah, to, to fit in. Well, are these songs, they were already written before you joined. Is that right? Correct. So you didn't really have a part in, uh, the songwriting part. Correct. Right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not for this record, actually not for this record or the next one, which the songs were already written. Wow. Um, that, that is in the can. We actually have another record in the can. Uh, but, this summer we're going to start working on a third version of this version of revolution saints. Wow. And, uh, I'll be writing on that. Wow. That's, that's really cool. You, you know, you don't have to wait for new music. You already got it. That's great, man. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, 
like, yeah, in the year 2074, we have 30 albums. We got now that's a, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe. Hey, hey, that sounds good to me. Um, so, uh, so you like working with Dean? Like working with Joel? Is that fun to uh, record? Uh, and you know, so I mean, how, how did how did that recording process go with this album? Well, for the, I mean, we you know, this is a situation where we all have to record remotely. And separately, because that's just the nature of this kind of a project right now. Yeah. Um, we, 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 you know, we did the, the videos together, which was really fun, which makes me want to do a record all in the same room together, of course. But, yeah. um, you know, we don't have that luxury just yet. But uh, basically, Alessandro, who is the producer of the, of the records and does a lot of the songwriting, um, he organizes everything. He, he sends us all stuff that we add our individual parts to. Uh, and then he compiles it all together and he does an amazing job and, uh, Alessandro's the best. Awesome. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a busy man, which I guess you're a busy man. You ever think about getting a clone of you and, uh, having it do more projects? <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Say that again. No, I was going to say, you ever, you, you're always busy. Uh, do you ever think about making a clone of you and, uh. Doing oh, clone. oh, I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. Okay. <laughs> I, I was, I thought you were saying making a call. I was like, oh, yeah. as in like, should I start turning stuff down? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. That's the next question. No, I was good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. No, I, I, you know what? I, I, I love doing what I do. And, um, you know, the, the good thing is, is I, I'm out with foreigner all the time, but I carry with me a, a little portable studio and, um, it's great. Yeah. So I can get a lot of work done even on the road. Like today I'll be working on, uh, some end machine stuff. Oh, cool. yeah, so yeah. there you go. Yeah. See that, that keeps you busy. You know, you, you got something going all the time. Never, yep. never a dull moment. That's great, man. Never. Um, yeah. Uh, so there's, there's been four singles out with the band, uh, so far, right? Uh, revolution saints, uh, you got new music. Is there a new single coming out? Uh, well, I know we did five videos and I'm not actually sure. Uh, so there's Eagles flight. Uh, I know I, I, is crime of the, if crime of the century isn't out, crime of the century is yeah. coming out quickly. Yeah, yeah. And that's, uh, th that's my personal favorite. I was really, really excited about that one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think, I think, uh, yeah, five songs it'll be awesome. Um, and how would you describe this sound? I mean, I know the guys that left had a certain sound. What would you think? Well, how would you describe the sound with you guys coming in? I would call it melodic, uh, heavy rock with real emphasis on melody and harmony. Okay, awesome. And and how would you say this is different than anything you've been in before? What's different about this band? Well, I mean, you know, it's it's um, stylistically, it's not all that different than stuff I've done. I mean, you know, there is, there is a journey ish sound about it. You kind of yes. can't help that with Dean's voice. Right. Um, and even the style of the music. Um, but you know, basically, I mean, I, I always like, I mean, melodic hard rock is what I love. So <laughs> yeah, hopefully it's not too much different than that. Right. And it, it does sound great. I know you've got a lot of people bragging on this album cause it's, it's a really good album. Um, so, uh, Whenever you're uh, about to record, I mean, you know that you're going to go to a studio record, you know, people exercise when they get ready for a marathon. How do you prepare for recording an album? How does that work? 
Well, you don't run a marathon. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. You don't grab a base and go down the track. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Was, okay. Um. I well, in in my case, I just I learn the songs so that I know the songs well, so I'm very familiar with them, and I generally work out my parts ahead of time. I mean, I'll I'll allow for little spontaneous moments here and there, but as a rule, I work out my parts, uh, um, practice them so I, they feel good, and then then do it. And, and how do you realize, you know, at what moment do you go, okay, this is it. This is what I want to keep. How does that work? Out? Um, well, that's just, that's just the determination you make as you're recording. I mean, uh, you know, you, you can tell us if it's right. I mean, it, but again, that, you know, that's why you hire me. Cause I supposedly know. <laughs> that's right. You're supposed to know these things. Yeah. Right. If you don't get out of here. Yeah. Right. Uh, well that, yeah, that makes sense. You know, what you you've had a lot you've had years of practice how many years have you been playing overall oh boy a lot i started in may of 1970s when i got my first bass oh wow so, so how did you decide did you you know bass players kind of get you know left out of the mix sometimes they don't focus on those they usually like the guitar players so how did you decide on playing the bass guitar well actually it, what happened is i was on the schoolyard and a friend of mine and I used to go around singing this root beer commercial that was just a local root beer commercial where we lived, uh-huh. which is Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And um, these guys heard me singing on the on the you know on the schoolyard, and they said, "Hey, man, we're we're starting a band. Do you want to be our singer?" I'm like, "Sure." They said, "Hey, we don't have a bass player. Do you want to play bass?" Sure. So I had a paper out at the time and I went out and spent 35 bucks and bought a Tiesco Del Rey bass and 35 bucks to, to get a Gibson Skylark amp. And there I was ready to rock. <laughs> of course that band never happened, but it did start me playing bass. Hey, you should do the cover of that song on the next album. Yeah. The, yeah, the root beer song. Okay. No. Yeah. That, that's, <laughs> that's interesting because, you know, uh, you can always, uh, you know, find a guitar player it seems but a bass player is like we need a bass player then but you're the guy that shows up and says hey i'm ready that's good i've been there though um but the guitars though it seems to be in the spotlight so much you know how how come you think bass players kind of get you know left out a lot of times well because because it's you know it's not something it's not as it's not as glamorous an instrument. You know, bass by its very nature is a bass. It's a supportive instrument. So you know, supportive instruments don't necessarily aren't going to necessarily be the you know the ones that you're going to see the most of. You know, in in getting paid attention to. But doesn't mean we're not important. That's right. I was talking to Billy Sheehan a few weeks ago. You know, tell that guy. Well, no, nah, he's an example of somebody who <laughs> does stand out because he's a virtuoso. You know? Yeah, right. <laughs> Whole different thing. Different thing. Yeah, but yeah, tell him he's not important. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um. So, uh, what's the future? Is for you said you got some uh, albums coming out in the future. You got them recorded and everything. So, what about touring and things like that? Well, with something like Revolution Saints. Um, it's it, it would be kind of hard to uh, to to get a tour going. We we're trying to figure out some way of being able to play, and we're working on it. But it's very difficult with these kind of projects to come up with something where, you know, I mean, it's expensive and it's 
time, you know, and the problem is time, really, because we all have all these other projects. You know, Dean's still sure. full on touring with Journey and everything else. So I kind of doubt if there's going to be any live shows, but we're working on it and we're going to try and make some way of playing somehow. Yeah. Well, hopefully that will be the case. Hopefully we'll be hearing some of that coming up one day soon. Um, and speaking of going on tour, I know you've been on tour with Foreigner and uh, this is the final hurrah right for foreigner coming up yes the farewell tour yes how does that feel to say this is it for foreigner well it's bittersweet i mean you know there's a lot of things about it that that like i say make me sad uh because the band is firing on all cylinders and we sound great and i love everybody in the band i love you know i love the music i love the fans i everything about it is great but i feel strongly that you know going out while we're still on top is a, a great thing to do you know kelly does not want to be singing this when he is unable to sing at his 100 percent capacity so he's he's made a determination for himself that you know it's coming to an end so i think that's a great thing to do because these songs and this audience deserve nothing but the best right and it, i know it's been a fun ride it's uh uh, I know uh, Mick has 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 he been able to play? Is he going to be a part of this uh, coming up tour? Oh, I'm I'm sure at some point or another he'll be a part of it. Um, you know, not not as much as he would like. Yeah. I think. Yeah. You know, his doctors don't let him do quite as much as he would like to do. But yeah. um, but you know, and and they do it out of an abundance of caution, probably more than they need to. Which kind of you know we're all saying, come on, you have to be so strict with him. But uh, but anyway, um, but it works out great. So hopefully, yeah, we'll see as much of Mick as we can. But uh, when you do enjoy it okay i'll have to have to be sure to go to that um so he's doing pretty good these days huh oh he's he's feeling great yeah that's awesome um what about are there any plans to uh bring uh lou graham in uh you know not specifically um i you know i mean i think the invite is i mean it would be on an unspoken level but i think uh i think lou knows he could come out and join us anytime so uh, that would be great. I, I don't know what the status is. I don't know if they've talked with him at all, but um, no concrete plans at this point. But I certainly hope before it's all over that we get to do that again. Yeah, that would that would be great. I know the fans would love that. It's kind of like the kind of like the journey situation, like Steve Perry. You know, get to, get Steve Perry in there one last time. You know, and you know, yeah, right, yeah, right, right. right. It makes sense for the you know fans. Um, so what's your first memory? of foreigner did and, you know did you ever think you'd be playing with these guys but what, what's the first time you ever heard foreigner and how did you react well i remember i was in college and the first record had just come out and actually strangely enough i was a huge progressive rock fan oh. like i loved bands like s and genesis and elp and i was a big king crimson fan yeah. so i was aware that the guy from king crimson ian mcdonald right. had started this rock band with Mick Jones, um, who I didn't know at the time, but I did know Ian McDonald. So I was actually drawn to Forner because of Ian McDonald and the King Crimson connection. Wow. And when I heard the music, I uh, fell in love immediately. I loved what they're doing. The, it was heavy, but it had a groove, great singing, great choruses, great songwriting. Um, I, I loved everything about it. And, um, and no, I never would have guessed that I'd play with the band. <laughs> right. It just doesn't stick in your mind. You don't go, yeah, I'll be with those guys. It, just, it doesn't. Yeah. When And yeah, it just seems too distant. And uh, 
so that yeah that that's awesome man um well i know you recorded didn't you record an album one album with foreigner and they haven't really recorded anything right in a, in a, in a while right? well no we did do yes we did do a record of new material in 2009 and that's called can slow down and yes i did play on that awesome uh and how come uh how come there hasn't been any more albums after that? well because you know it takes to do an entire record <laughs> um you have to pull up all the stakes and basically this is a touring organization now yeah so and we just we can't pull up the state we we tried uh, on the cancel down record we tried recording and and touring at the same time and it's it's just too much too stressful so um so we've stuck to not planning on trying to do entire records of new material yeah. but releasing new material as we do the, like all these collections that we come up with and yeah. and compilations that we do um by adding new music to that keeps it fresh keeps it good for us uh keeps us excited and in the creative game um and gives the you know the fans something new to, to look at so that's what we're looking at more than like a whole record of new material yeah and that, that's understandable um and uh you know, I know that when uh, when Mick's not there, there's no original members, and I know you hear it all the time. There's no original members, and this is a cover band. What do you what do you say to people that say stuff like that? Well, you know, it's funny. You, you see some of that on the internet, but it's not as pervasive as you think. Yeah. And I'm actually amazed because when we play, we get no negative feedback so sure people are going to say stuff like that online it only takes one or two people to make it sound like there's a bunch yeah. um what i tell people is anybody anytime anybody has a problem with the no original members thing i just say you know what i get it but come and see the band and then you tell me whether we do foreigner justice or not and i stand by what we do <laughs> a thousand percent oh, that's, that's good man um and what about what uh, is your take on the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and the new nominees and the, the ones that are going to be inducted? What do you think about that? Well, you know what? I give so little thought to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, at least as far as Foreigner goes. I mean, I, I know that a band like ours is just not hip with the critic community and the people that put you into the Hall of Fame. So I have zero expectation. It, and and frankly, if Foreigner got into the Hall of Fame, I'm not going to go to the Hall of Fame. It's going to be the original guys who deserve it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I wish I I wish they would. I I really do. I because I do think they they all deserve it. But we know the politics, and so I have zero expectation. I give it very 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 little thought, and um, I'm just you know very grateful that I have the gig I have. And if it doesn't go in the Hall of Fame, I'll live. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It, it's just it just kind of shows you though you know like you said like like the system you're not putting foreigner in it's kind of like you know or iron maiden or just whoever you know some of these bands that you think is it's automatic but it's like not necessarily so yeah it kind of cheapens the whole product you're like eh, it's not worth it i totally agree with that um so um no what about your uh what about your band uh Dokken? uh i loved uh that band uh so uh how how did you uh do you have any memories of uh those days and, and what memory stands out in your mind from those <laughs> days i mean it's something that really just kind of sticks out when you when you think back you go yeah i remember that 
Well, you know, I mean, with Dokken, I just what what sticks in my mind is all the great tours that we got to go on, all the great people we got to play with, all the great people I got to work with. I got to record with, you know, legends and 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 it was an amazing learning experience and um again i I, i'm so grateful for that time because we did we learned so much and we had a lot of great opportunities um as far as anything one thing that stands out not particularly just uh but in general um you know we got to we got to do stadiums and that was amazing and and lots of festivals and you know so so the docking experience was very very positive um, and I just look back on it with extreme fondness. Yeah. Some, some great memories, I'm sure. Um, and, uh, was it, you know, different? I know it was different then, but what, what was some of the hardest times of those days as compared to today? What are some of the hardest times of, of, of just uh, of being in the band and, 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 you know, doing things? Well, I mean, the, the hardest part about being in Doc and <laughs> we were, we were, we were fighting a lot and, and that was no good. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, it was also a lesson in how to check your ego and how to not let your ego ruin something because really egos are what ruined Doc and Doc and had a good chance, but the, oversized ego problems that we had, you know, kind of ruined it and, um, big, big lesson in that. So, you know, I, I carry that with me to this day. Okay. Is that something, uh, that when you're thinking about, you know, is there a possibility of getting back, you know, doing something with this band? Is that in your mind you go, Oh yeah, it's kind of like getting back back with your ex or something. And you go, I don't want to do that anymore. Does that cross your yeah, mind gotcha. those days? <laughs> All right. Well, listen, um, I have to wrap this up sure. as I have another another one in two minutes. But thank you so much, man. Hey, man. I really appreciate it. I appreciate it, too. Thanks so much for talking to me today. I enjoyed it. All right, man. You take care and uh, good luck with the podcast. Right, thanks, man. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Right, Bye. -bye. Bye. Thanks for listening, everybody. I appreciate our guest and uh, looking forward to more in the near future. Going to be doing some new things and some exciting things, and hopefully you'll enjoy that. If you'd like to help out this podcast, you can click on the donate button and give any amount that you like. appreciate that. And also, uh, you can share this podcast, tell all your friends, and I'll be making more. And if you have any comments or suggestions, you can send them here. There should be a way to uh, send a message on there. Just hit the send message button and uh, let me know what you think. Or you can email me at uh, GaryCStuckey at gmail.com. And I'll get back with you if you have any ideas or comments. Thank you so much. And until next time, everybody, whatever you do, keep the music real.